This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. You are going to hear a lot of conversations about New Year's resolutions over the next few days. That's cool. I actually like hearing about people's goals. Your, your goals represent your priorities. That's how you get to know people. Here's the thing. You don't reach goals without good habits. Shane Baker has some goals for the new year and some new habits to go along with them. Shane is a health and wellness advocate. Hey, good morning, Shane. Good morning, Dave. So, Shane, let's dive right into this. One of the most common resolutions people have is to exercise more. I like weightlifting. I've already been to the gym a couple times this week. You're a big fan of walking. How do you plan on increasing the likelihood of you taking your daily walk? Yeah, it's great to be here with you today. I think, um, you know, I, I'm I'm not usually a New Year's resolution person. I, I often get my sort of New Year's jump on things in September, but things kind of got away from me this year. And so I'm happy that we're here to have this conversation today. And, um, you know, as you know, I, I do love walking. I find it uh, one of the most enjoyable ways that I can get some exercise and and when I started thinking about um, making a New Year's resolution, I just wanted to make walking a daily part of my life. And um, and one of the ways that I have been um, meeting that that resolution this year has just been being very aware of where where my my energy levels are highest. And for me, I'm an early bird, and um, I have most of my energy in the morning. And so I have been making a point to get out and walk early in the day before ten o'clock. Um, and another way that I've been trying to do it too is, is making a part of my day. So the other day I needed to go to the grocery store and I said, okay, well, I'm going to go for a walk down to the, uh, Songhees walkway, which is a nice walkway along the ocean. And on my way back, I uh, will just stop at the grocery store and pick up the things that I needed to do. And so I think just really taking a look at what works for us. I think if we go into the new year's resolution, thinking that we're just going to make a change just by going like that. We, we may be disappointed with the results. So really taking a look at the planning on, mm. on what works for you and uh, and just going from there. And um, one of the other things um, that has been really helpful for me is, is I, I really paid attention to how I was feeling after those first couple days of the walks. And I really noticed a, a, a real pickup in my spirit. I felt more energy. And so on those days that I'm not too keen on going for a walk, I actually remind myself, remember how you felt that day mm. you had an excellent day your anxiety levels were low the whole day and and just reminding myself some of the benefits can be a really great strategy of, of getting for that for that walk or that uh, workout that you want to uh, make a part of your daily life 
I like that mindful of the positive outcomes. That's a that's a great way of framing framing like the mental side of it. Uh, Shane, along with fitness, one of the other common goals for folks is to eat better. Uh, you and I, in fact, have a common goal: more fruits and vegetables in our diet. I think I think you and I both have a little bit of a salty tooth when it comes to the snacks. So in in my case, the approach that I've brought to the table here is I'm trying to buy more canned and frozen fruits and veggies. For two reasons, it eliminates it eliminates food waste, which is something that I've noticed a lot with fresh fruit and veggies in my life. They tend to turn pretty quickly if you don't get eating them quickly. Yeah. The other thing is, is they can be quite easy to do preparation-wise. How are you approaching habits when it comes to fruits and veggies? Yeah, I think that's a great thing. I think many of us are, are wanting to increase our, our better healthy eating and have some more fruits and vegetables a part of our life. And I think when we're looking at trying to do that, this is a big challenge for me. My fiance would, would you know, would support me in saying that getting my fruits and vegetables, um, especially the vegetables, are, are a challenge at the best of times. And so um, when I started thinking about this, I really took it took it back to the basics and, and just as you did. So when I was going to get ready for my shopping, I made a quick list. And one of the things that I did is I really love spinach. I love Caesar salad. I love green, green and red peppers. Mm. Um, I love blueberries. And so I just added those to my grocery list and, and purchased those items because if we really want to get into eating fruits and vegetables and we're buying things that we don't enjoy, then we're not going to be able to follow through with that. And, um, um, and one of the grocery stores that I go to have these really amazing organic blueberries, and I've been using oh. them as a, <laughs> as a snack with some Greek yogurt that is really quite satisfying. And it's it's uh, difficult to, to believe that it's even really healthy for you. So I think just taking a look at the planning and the things that we enjoy and keeping them accessible, put your fruits and vegetables on the on the counters and maybe hide your, you know, your nacho chips and your, uh, you know, your other unhealthy snacks in the cupboard kind of thing and bring them out as a treat on the weekend. I'm feeling very seen right now, Shane. I'm feeling very seen right now as there's a, big, <laughs> there's a big can of Pringles sitting on my kitchen counter right now. Uh, so that one that one will tempt you and draw you in. You know, Shane, I, I like what you mentioned there about, about sort of making things easy for you, as easy as possible with something like a habit. Uh, that's one of the reasons when I am still buying some fresh veg, I love things like the baby cucumbers, right? Just the little cucumbers. You pull them right out of the package, you wash them, and you eat them like a chocolate bar. It's it's so easy. It's so simple. Those never go to waste. Keep them on the top shelf of the fridge. Give them a quick rinse and munch down one or two of those. Boom, a serving of veggies right there. Love it. Love it. And I think those are the types of things that will really help us achieve our goals. Um, you know, having those those delicious um, vegetables that we enjoy and, and keeping them accessible and and making sure that when we are ordering our groceries that we pick the ones that we like. Shane, unfortunately, I've mismanaged the clock a little bit, but I do want to ask you about sort of general health, uh, healthy lifestyle habits. I'm going to make a real effort here to get into the sauna once a week and schedule it after my Sunday morning workout. Every Sunday morning, into the weight room, 
into the sauna. The flip-flops, the bathing suit, everything's coming down with me to the gym, so there's no going back upstairs and changing my clothes and doing this this or that or seeing my bed and thinking it's comfy. <laughs> All the stuff's coming down with me right to the gym. Like, even though the gym's in my building, I'm bringing a gym bag with stuff downstairs <laughs> and preheating the sauna. So, like, that's, that's going to be the way that I establish the habit. I want a sauna more, and I'm going to make sure I bring the tools with me to do it. What about you, general lifestyle habits? Yeah, one of the things that I want to keep, you know, for me, meditation is a big part of my life. I believe that it's really important, um, you know, doing different breathing exercises. I deal with, um, you know, mental health, um, anxiety and depression disorders. And so I've found that putting meditation as a part of my life um, is really helpful. Unfortunately, I haven't been the greatest at sustaining that. But this year, I'm confident and hopeful that I will continue to to make meditation and breath work a part of my life. And so since since things have started since the new year, I've been actually doing this um, this non-sleep deep relaxation um, exercise that really helps ground me. And I've been really noticing it as an effective tool to help bring myself back down to baseline and, and just be able to clear my head and ground myself. And so that's definitely going to be something that's on the top of my priority list list as a, as a, as another tool to keep myself healthy and well for this year. Shane, you're the best. Always great talking to you. Have a lovely weekend out there on Vancouver Island. Same to you, Dave. Have a great day. Oh, I wish I was spending my weekend on Vancouver Island. That's Shane Baker, a mental health and wellness advocate. Let's bring in Laura Bain for the Entertainment Report. Laura, one of my favorite bands broke up again. Rage Against the Machine seems to have called it quits again. Uh, drummer Brad Wilk recently released a statement saying that the band will not be touring or playing live again. Uh, so that seems a little bit kind of uh, final there. So this is following uh, cancellation of a lot of their uh, reunion tour dates that was supposed to originally happen in 2020. Of course, then there was a pandemic. And then the lead singer, uh, Zach De La Roca, severed his left Achilles tendon. Oof. So they had to cancel a bunch of dates. Yeah, really terrible injury. But um, there was some hints of tension when the band was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame last year. The guitarist Tom Morello was the only member to attend but also bassist Tom uh, Tim Comerford revealed that he has been living with prostate cancer. So it's kind of, there's not a ton of information as to whether it is due to like creative differences within the band or due to health concerns. Uh, this isn't their first time breaking up. They broke up in 2000, got back together in 2007, went on hiatus in 2011. So it's sort of like their third uh, breakup. Uh, but I know you have some <laughs> thoughts on this, and I'm wondering if you're feeling disappointed that you won't get a chance to see them live, yeah, perhaps, yeah. if this is for Keith. I, I've, I've never seen them live, Laura, and, and I've loved this band since since I first heard them in the 1990s. I, I think they're just a phenomenally talented musical band. You know, it's not for everybody. It's pretty it's a pretty aggressive sound, but, it's, but it's, it's really musical and really amazing. And I think if I was to, like, utterly um, show off how bummed I am, Tom Morello, their lead guitarist, in my opinion, 
is maybe the best guitarist of the last 40 years, but certainly the most creative guitarist of the last 40 years. The way that he's used technology to get sound out of the instrument, I just think that he's such a brilliant guy, and it's not just the work that he did with Rage Against the Machine. He was also in the supergroup Audio Slave, where he did some just amazing guitar work there. So, Laura, I'm super bummed that I haven't taken the opportunity and I didn't get the opportunity to see this band, and I think it's a reminder that in life, when you have opportunities and you can afford it going and getting these experiences is so worthwhile because you never know when that's going to be yanked away from you yeah absolutely especially being where you are in central canada i mean i i feel like it's a little bit different out here on the east coast there was no <laughs> chance that they were coming here i was a i was a huge rage against the machine fan in like the late 90s early 2000s but honestly i haven't really thought about them much in the last 20 years um so i definitely would have seen them if i had had the opportunity but i also feel like they're just a band that's like opera operated with a lot of integrity so i have to assume that if they're making this choice it is what's best for them um now before they canceled their tour their dates the, the tours they did do in those cities they made massive charitable donations to reproductive rights organizations so wow. if i feel anything i would say i feel disappointed that whatever like good work they would have done during this tour has come to a stop but you know, Laura, I'm going to say goodbye to you in a second here, but there's a meme that floats around the internet about Rage Against the Machine that reads, I'm paraphrasing a little bit here, it's never clear what machine they were raging against, but odds are it was a printer. Whatever it was, it resonated <laughs> with my 17-year-old self. I can really say that. Uh, Laura, you're the best. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Dave. You too. That's Laura Bain with the Entertainment Report coming up after the break. Ontario finally released a report on the state of the accessibility for Ontarians with Disabilities Act. Spoiler alert, it was not good. Elizabeth Moeller and Marco Pasquale will share their takeaways from the fourth review of the AODA. This is Now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern Time on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.